What if you did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if you did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. Just imagine what if it did work. You know what? I gotta admit, what if it did work? I love this song. I love the meaning. Maybe I'm biased, but I love that podcast. One of my favorites. And you know what? I know you're waiting for that episode. So am I. It's one of my favorite episodes. But how about doing something different in your life? How about a free webinar? Hey, I did it. So you know it's good. It's just ask for it. You're going to be like, what's just ask for it? Entrepreneurs, salespeople, everybody in general, you're up at night. You're all bent and twisted. Where's your next sale coming from? Where are the leads? How am I going to get that next referral? Aren't you tired of working in your business and not your business working for you? Aren't you tired of missing out? on all those amazing events, the family functions, the travel soccer games, the graduations, because you're a slave to your business, but not anymore. This will help you compress time so you can live your life. You can live your passions because I know it's not chasing leads and chasing sales. Just ask for it. What will it do? Double your referrals, triple your leads, quadruple your sales. It's all about compressing time. You're going to say, how do I find it? omarmadrano.com backslash webinar backslash. Worst case, omarmadrano.com. You'll find it. Hey, we're like-minded souls. Enough as surviving. Your whole life was meant to be thriving. What if it did work? me rolling man hey (laughs) another wednesday another day another brand new episode of what if it did work and i gotta say we we've literally forgot to start taping a half hour in we're just riffing uh that's what happens when you talk to like-minded people great people and you know we're, we're both in sales we're both sales experts but you'll you'll agree with this jeff right isn't everybody in sales? You know, it's funny. I think it's one of two ways. You either know you're in sales and you're doing great or you're not and you're out pretty quick. <laughs> well, it, or, or they're like, life, life sucks. Life, life isn't fair. Why, why can't we all be socialists? Why can't we all get paid 100K? <laughs> you know, here, here's a funny story. Uh, just happened uh, yesterday. So, I ran to the grocery store, had to grab a few things for the wife, and we went in, and I went to the store, picked up some stuff for cooking out, and I get to the front counter, right? And mind you, as you said, everybody's in sales, right? So I get to the counter, and when I do, the guy sitting up front's checking me. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, I'm good. I'm like, oh, man, fantastic. How's it going to be? What about outside? Good. Yeah, man. He's hardly like it's one or two word answers, right? And if I'm lying, I'm dying. He literally turns sideways and sits up on the counter and puts his feet up on the deal 
waiting for everything to run through to give me a receipt. Wow. That, yeah. That's exceptional <laughs> customer service. Uh, I, 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 I wish I, I, I was back in the business so I could have that guy upselling. Yeah. I got, I got, I got another, got the receipt. I told my wife, I, I got home and I said, you know what? I go, it's the simple stuff, right? Like that employee has never been properly trained and doesn't understand the importance or he shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but the thing is, this guy is horrible in every aspect of his life when it comes to connecting. It's not like he's like, hey, at the grocery store, I'm horrible. I'm horrible at this job. I'm horrible at connecting. I'm horrible at selling. But you know what? When it comes down to dating, I'm, I'm just like with women left and right. No, because he's just like that. Every aspect of your life, that's who you are. The way you play games is the way you show up. The way you do anything in life shows up everywhere. Trust me, that guy is on Match.com, eHarmony, JDate, FarmersOnly.com. And he doesn't understand why after having a fake, fake profile that, you know, he, he puts his, 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 his date to sleep. Like if she's got narcolepsy, because she, she passes out with his amazing, engaging conversation. Hey, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that guy's horrible and he lies to himself every day. He's like, when I get a better job, I'll start connecting. When I get a better job, when I get paid more, I'll start working harder. I'll start being engaged. He's lying to himself. And you know what we forgot to do? Because you could have been Jeff Zuckerberg. You could have been Jeff this. You could have been Jeff that. We never gave you your full introduction. This is Jeff Yates, the man, the myth, the legend. He is a business coach. He's a salesman. And he believes in yourself. Not believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. But believe it or not, we all need to believe in ourselves and believe in ourselves. So continue. Sorry about that. Oh no, it's all good. Uh, but you know that, that was an interesting story that I had because I, that was that was just a short blip, right? And so what it reminded me of is like you just mentioned about your cell. The basics of cells, and no matter what industry you're in, is a simple fact: you've got to be able to have the basic belief in yourself. And if you can't get that, then you will never be able to connect at any level. So what we talk about is, and I know you're similar in this as well, is you've got to be able to, to basically redirect yourself. And, and Dr. Joe Dispenza, I watched a, a video of him the other day. He talked about how you have these wires and the firing and the wiring in your brain. And so you literally have to retrain your brain through the framing of being able to get yourself in the right position to be able to receive information, to be able to communicate, connect with people. It, life is very simple if you understand it. And so as an example, it's like whenever you're meeting people and you do an unbelievable job of this, you're extremely warm, extremely welcoming, but being able to connect with people in a true way, right? Being able to say, you know what? I care about you. What is it you've got going on? How can I be of service to you? It's the basics of life. And that's where we miss it. And, and today, to be frank, this is a big problem today, right? Well, well, Jeff, you look. You, he pointed his phone because we're not doing a webinar. <laughs> this, this that's is what stuff. I. This is what. And, and hear me out. You've seen it when you go out with your wife on date night. You go to a restaurant, 
and you see these 20 year olds, college kids, high school kids, they're on a date. Clearly they're communicating. I I don't call it communicating with each other, but they're texting back and forth. How hard is it? Hey, how's it going? Like, you know, to literally, that's what communication is speaking to each other, not texting to each other, texting everything. You can get lost in translation completely. How can you go on a date with someone? You're, you're take, she's taking out her time. He's taking out their time. They're meeting somewhere. I don't care if it's pizza hut. I don't care if it's Nobu, but they're texting each other. Uh, maybe I'm old school. I've never texted my ex-wife. I've never texted a current date. Anybody. Hey, you know, isn't this amazing? We're here. No, it's about communicating. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I've seen it. It's a, it's a, it's a big opportunity, but it's a big hurdle for this younger group of people coming up. I mean, like I've got two kids that are 21 and 17, uh, and we've done, I think as good a job as we can do with them from the standpoint of being able to have real conversations and communicate with it verbally, because unfortunately in today you'll have people that will resign from jobs via text they will send an email. They will do any. They will do anything they can do to not have that verbal potential confrontation or conversation about what that looks like because they just don't want to hear that I didn't do something right. Correct. Correct. And if you're, you're, you're going to laugh at you're going to laugh at this story, Jeff. Uh, we went snowboarding my daughters uh, at Steamboat last year. And we went to Lululemon, not, not because I'm a big connoisseur of Lululemon, but my daughters were. And the sales rep, Caitlin, she's in her early 20s. She's trying to upsell. She's doing an amazing job. My daughters think like a 21, 22-year-old woman is flirting with me because, you know, they're not used to a great sales. And I'm like, I'm like, Lauren, Mia. Caitlin afterwards, she's like, she was really into you. I'm like, she wasn't really into me. She just knew how to connect. She just knew how to sell. I'm like, clearly, guys, do you think I wanted to go in there and buy a Lululemon hoodie and a Lululemon shirt? No, she did such a great job at communicating and engaging with me because that's what it is. It comes down to the point now that people don't know how to sell how to communicate. And literally my daughters thought this woman was flirting with me. It was like, no, honey, literally honey, girls, she sold me, which I had zero intentions, a hoodie and a shirt because she was that good. And that's what it was. It's all about communicating. It's all about building rapport. And wow, the more you can build rapport, the more you can communicate. Boom. Your, Your life gets better and it gets way easier. No, totally. Uh, communication is where it's at. I was when I when I took the guy to lunch at Allstate the other day, and we when we're talking about his business model, and I'm going to get together and, and coach probably four or five agencies on the basics of sales and how to negotiate, connect, and close. Um, we we pulled up to his business, and I was just we were having small talk, and I said, "So tell me what it looks like when somebody calls into your business, right?" And he says. Mm-hmm. Well, they call in and, I, and they say, hey, thanks for calling so-and-so agency. This is so-and-so. Um, how can I help you? And I said, how do you think that works? <laughs> <laughs> and, 
And he and he <laughs> he laughed, looked at me the same way. And I said, let me ask you. So I said, what if it were to sound something like this? Hey, thank you for calling Allstate. This is Jeff Yates. Thank you for the opportunity for giving us a call. But before we get started, I just wanted to congratulate you. I know you guys have done your research. I know you've checked on insurance companies. Allstate does a great job at X, Y, and Z. And we understand how valuable your business is. And for that phone call, we're going to do everything in our power to make it work. Is there something specifically in either a comprehensive or collision or home that you would have a question about? Now, what I've done is I have complimented them on something they've already done because I'm connecting and letting them know you've already done a great job of research. I'm confirming to them that they're on the right trail. Mm -hmm. But that, that means communicating. That means not reading from a script, not being oh. like a robot. A hundred percent. But, but, but here's the, here's the key. Like I told him, he was like, wow, I need to write that down. I said, it's being able to be different. It's being able to connect. And the whole idea is everybody wants to hear themselves talk and they want to be right. So mm -hmm. when people call in or I'm on the phone or I meet people, the first, you always want to be able to confirm what people are hoping to be true, right? Like if I call you and I say, hey, Omar, I've heard that you're unbelievable at coaching and I heard you can take care of me. You can get me to the next level. It, my response would be, you know what? You definitely made the right decision. There's not a better place you can be, and nobody will take better care than you and get you to the level you want to go. Now, as a person, I feel like, wow, I have made the right decision. This does feel good. I am committed, and I'm ready to go. The thing is, when it comes to selling, people already fail to listen. Listening is like up there with breathing when it comes to the sales process they're too busy waiting for a response their second third fourth response without yeah. literally listening to the objection the questions anything that the customer has maybe wow this is so mind-blowing you literally stop what you're doing you clear your mind because you know you're, you're you're getting ready to explode some nonsense you know, some bullet points of, of why this cures cancer, why you need this, you, whatever you're selling. And listen to the customer. That would be like, boom, mind blowing. Don't you think with, with, oh, with people? A thousand, thousand percent. I mean, I, you know, the, the, the old deal about selling used to be is that you've got this list of 24 questions you're going to ask, right? And you're going to ask this, you're going to ask for the, the business 17 different times in 18 different ways. But the real way to do the objection handling is what you just discussed, which is the is the connecting, right? It's the ability to be able to ask the question, what is important to them? And then to be able to listen without having a response ready to listen to what they're actually wanting to accomplish, what the problem is, what the pain is, and then being able to give them a solution that is a win-win that when they get done, they feel like it wasn't a sale. It was actually somebody who connected with me and understood what I wanted, saw me as a human being and tried to help me. And for that, I've super enjoyed it. Well, not only with belief, but you also have to know within your heart 
This isn't manipulation. Manipulation right. is one-sided. Manipulation is me selling you timeshare based on emotions, knowing that it's not a win-win. It's a win for me because I'm selling it to you. It's a loss for you because eventually you're going to wake up and go, I'm tired of these fees. What you have to understand is that's not that's manipulation when it's only a two-way street. A sale, a sale is when you know in your heart that this will solve a problem. This will make the customer's life better. This will transform. This will create a better life for the customer. Yeah, totally. And you know, and I, I know you've got thousands of stories. But that brings one to mind that. I had a I had a gentleman that worked as a uh, corporate. He was a um, commercial mortgage guy. Been there for like number three or four with a large company. And I was in the automobile business. I think I, we talked about it before for thirty plus years. And he came in looking at a luxury car, and he was a no nonsense, to the point. I'm not here to mess around. I'm here to give you what I need. This is what I want. Don't offer me anything else. I got 15 minutes, and I'm ready to go. I'm paying cash. So as I've talked to a lot of people, I said, you know, there's there's different personality traits, which is part of the training that we talk about, being able to identify who you're dealing with. And why that's so important is, is because if I've got his personality trait, which is very direct, if I'm very passive, then that will not be a good mix. So I have to be able to meet him where he is, and I have to be able to show the confidence and the belief in my own self and what I know to be true. And then I'm able to connect with him in a much greater way. And so in that scenario, he came in and he was he had no time. He didn't want to talk about anything. And we asked him one question. What are you really trying to accomplish? <laughs> and he and I just shut up and he looked at me. He looked at me kind of crazy. And he's like, well, I mean. I'd like to get something every couple of years and I hate this, you know, this to get this back and forth stuff on what my car is worth and yours is worth and all that. And I said, so let me ask you a question. What if I were able to introduce a program to you that allowed you to trade cars every couple of years and never worry about the value of that car again? Because that'd be awesome. And I go, okay. So they've got a couple of ways to do it. It is leasing. I know you've heard the term before. But you could lease your car for two years. You drive 12,000 miles a year. We could put you on a 24,000 mile a year deal for two years. And I said, you've got a truck sitting out front that's paid for, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, so here's what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you, we're going to prepay this lease it's called a single pay. And I'm going to give you $17,000 back. And you're going to walk away today with no payment, 17000 in your pocket. And a guaranteed value of that car's worth in two years. How does that sound? He's like, that sounds too good to be true. And I said, it's as simple as that. And he goes, well, I need to talk to my brother. And I said, perfect. So he called his financial advisor and they went through it. And I talked to them. And when it was all said and done, we ended up doing a deal that he never thought was possible. He walked out of there and he said, man, I've never met anybody like you that listened to what I was looking for, asked a tough question, and found a solution that no one in my career, and he was 55, has ever offered him. And I've leased him three cars now, lives in Dallas, and I still take care of the guy today. So are you saying, Jeff, that it's better than these two favorites? Let me go speak to my manager. 
let me get back with you. Or also, so tell me, how much can you afford on a car payment? Two of the oldest, oh my gosh, they always say that. Yeah, It's like, come on, dude. Even a six-year-old knows you're not going to go speak to your general manager. <laughs> but they well, love to know, say that. And, and that's the unfortunate thing. And we'll talk about just the auto world is that it is that stigma, right? And it's being able to break the stigma and be in an environment where, you know what, this is what we're going to do. And I'll be the person you're going to deal with this entire process. We're going to make it seamless. We're going to make it easy. And we're going to accomplish what you're looking to accomplish. And people love it. I mean, I've got I've had raving fans. I've got testimonies of people that said I've never ex- had an experience where I dealt with somebody that understood what I wanted, found a way to make it happen. And I felt so good after the fact, which is like you talked about earlier, the timeshare situation. If you are transactional and you're not connecting and you're not asking the hard questions, like what are you trying to accomplish? What does that look like? And if you were to drive out in that today, would you be completely satisfied? Those are the kind of questions that say, I'm not fearful of you leaving. I'm not fearful of you not buying because I know that whatever you buy, I'm the one going to take care of you because nobody's going to take better care of you than I will. And that's called absolute belief. And then you're compelling people to move forward, not selling. And you have to have absolute belief. I I tell people to this day now, I'm Omar Medrano LLC. I'm I'm always selling. I'm selling people on why they need to listen to a free podcast, this one, Uh, why they need to watch a video on Instagram, follow me on YouTube. There's always a sale. It's well, these are the reasons why you need to meet me. This these are the reasons why you need to be my friend. These are the reasons why you need to hire me. These are the reasons you're always selling something. And even like like scam artists, uh, if if there was a time when I couldn't even sell myself because I was feeling sorry for myself, because once again, I'm with you, you have to have a hundred percent belief. But I remember reading somewhere where a fortune teller or whatever you want to call them scammed out a woman of like, well, only 50,000. She was going to scam out more. But at the end, the woman, why, I don't know how, how you could say wisened up. But what happened was she felt she was unlucky in love. And she went to this fortune teller because clearly, you know, you can't control your future. Some other woman knows the answers. And that's why she's not in Beverly Hills, by the way, all these fortune tellers. And she's like, the reason why you're unlucky in love, the, the same person would be like, the reason why you're unlucky in love is go to the mirror in the bathroom, turn on the light and say, I am the reason. But it was because she had not, not one bad spirit, not two. She had seven evil spirits in her. And each one wow. had to be exercised. And each one, depending, dep- the first one was, you know, it was only like $3,000. And then, you know, it kept on going from there. And then finally, I think the woman, after like getting rid of two or three of these evil spirits, you know, she wisened up and she's like, well, my, you would think my life would start, start changing. And, you know, but and I'm like, if that woman can sell a woman, why can't you sell your product? which literally helps someone out. And it's always a sale. 
either I'm selling you on the reason why you should go out on a date with me, why you should hire me, why you should watch my video, why you should follow me, read my book, or you're selling me the reasons why <laughs> I'm not the one in any category. Yeah, totally. And you know, the, and the, here's the interesting part about any type of sale. And I, and I relate a lot of it to, to relationships and dating. You can never go into a sale with fear of loss. Correct. You, you have to go in the fact that I have absolute belief that, that I'm going to offer a product myself, my service, my ability, whatever that is, what I'm providing, they can't find anywhere else. They can't find anything better. What I'm going to give them is going to be something that's going to change their life, change their value, change their view, move them a different direction. And if I believe that, and I'm compelled to believe that because if my personal belief is something better for them, they feel that and they move towards that. And then the best part about it all, they have a great sensation when they leave. And when they're away from you, they become raving fans. And then that's when they refer people to you for coaching or for Facebooks or marketing or they just say, hey, this is a great guy. He takes amazing care of you. And guess what? He's real. You know what I love about that, that you said, and, and this is my new hobby. You're, you're going to laugh. You, you, I'm sure you get these all the time on your Facebook, Instagram, uh, trying to sell you Forex. Oh, uh, oh my. Yeah. Crypto. And, and they, <laughs> they do it hard, like the worst way. They're, they're, they send you some invasive text. A message um like have you well the one they're like small talk they try to small talk which is horrible hey how's instagram's the worst instagram's the worst though yeah and then you know i try to coach them they're not listening i'm like clearly you're not getting the results this way and i tell them it it's the same as like if i went to a bar instead of trying to connect instead of trying to build a relationship with a woman i go to the first good looking woman and i say Hey, I want to have sex with you. <laughs> it's like, it ain't going to work. I, 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 I mean, it didn't work. It wouldn't have worked for me, my 20s, 30s, my 40s. But yet, that's what they're doing. These crypto yeah. slash, I can make you a billionaire overnight. And, and they hate the fact when you call them out. I'm like, this isn't helping you out. And usually it's free information. I liken it to like the example of if I worked at McDonald's in Omaha, the same one that Warren Buffett goes to every morning to get his coffee, his his egg McMuffin pays with exact change. And he gave me sound advice. I take it. But yet these people are probably the same. They're like, okay, next. <laughs> a but, lot of times you know, they block me they block me after i give them like one or two pointers too because here's here's the funny part about that this is my belief not saying it be the true my belief is they see the same niche i mentioned to you earlier that doesn't communicate and doesn't connect and lives on their cell phone and they don't ask a lot of questions because they're 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 doing their own research and they're talking to those people that hey you don't have to talk to anybody I can show you a way to make more money you've ever made in your entire life. And you can do it right from your home in your pajamas. You never have to leave the house. How great does that sound? Within three weeks, within four weeks. <laughs> but, 
yeah yeah and and here's the thing i've seen it happen overnight i mean sometimes it's a week but you know we don't want to make you believe something's not true so in two weeks you could definitely be a multi-millionaire well yeah that's better than like overnight because you 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 gave you gave me something doable two weeks yeah the last guy you know young guy he's like how long have you been investing i'm like well i've been investing for years looking at your your picture probably when your mother and father were dating and and, you know i gave him like some tips and then he answered his reply was your 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 daddy and then he he blocks me i'm like you try to friend me you send me all these things and, and i'm the bad guy i just gave you a fact i've been investing in myself investing in everything for over 20 something years when your parents were dating. I didn't say your parents, you know, zero. It's like, not only do you insult me, but then you block me after I give you advice. You know, if anybody wanted to give me any advice and if it's good advice, because advice is like here, you know, we're, we're giving, we're giving golden nuggets on the sales process, accept it. You know, it's, it's amazing that there's so much free wealth out there on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, just Google something, but yet we're too busy watching videos of two guys kicking each other in the nuts, or we're, we're looking at, you know, bullshit and, and we're crying about our results. Well, the yeah. results are, are your fault, man, because back then you and I, if we wanted to find information on how to be a better real estate investor, how to be this, how we would have to go to the library. We would have to go look through Microfish or we would, the Dewey Decimal System, or God forbid we were suicidal and we wanted to to buy an Anthony Robbins self-help book or a Zig Ziglar book. You know, we could rush it. We'd get it within 10 to 15 days, you know, none of this overnight or, you know, trust the process and wait like three to four weeks for those tapes to come in. But, but yet, you know, somebody's crying about, you know, their life. And it's like, no, your life sucks because of every horrible decision. And because right now you're sitting there saying, I can't wait for the Stranger Things, the new, the, the new season. Or, you know, everybody's posting, oh, my gosh, Netflix is going to have commercials. Or this is the end of Netflix because they're woke. It's like, no, it, clearly entrepreneur, clearly business 101, every corporation hits a wall and either they go through the wall or they sink. It, it's, it's not because Joe Bob decided one day I'm not watching Netflix. It's just, they're not growing because clearly everybody's watching Netflix is the actual answer. Yeah. You know, um, i read a number the other day and it was kind of, kind of crazy, but you know, body language is 55% of how people feel. 38% is your tone. Seven percent your words. So when you start thinking about that, that's why when people when you communicate with somebody, like it's all about the tonality, right? I mean, I could tell you that your breath stinks, but if I say it in a really sweet way in a tone, I'm probably not going to offend you compared to if I have a harsh tone or a <laughs> condescending tone, right? Like, see, like you're smiling even though I said your breath stinks, right? But the difference is is the way I said it, and so a lot of people don't understand. That it's as much about how you say it, it is what you say. 
and that pace is so important. Like when you're talking to people, what brings things to a closure? And this is in every field. It's being able to have this dialogue where everybody's similar. And all of a sudden, when you get to the close, what happens? My speech slows down. It becomes more intentional. The eye contact. And I'm moving to this point that says we're here. And then it's easy. Because people people look at it and they go, you know, we've been running this race. And it's like, okay, we're at the end. And here we are. And if you've done a great job of preparation from the beginning about this is what we do and how is it, what is it you're looking for, then we're able to transition to here it is. Then there's no selling at that point. Correct. And by the way, people, we're on Zoom. My, my breath doesn't stink. Jeff, just give you an example. <laughs> I, I, I don't want people to, you know, locally, you know, want, want to stay more than six feet away from me, not, not because of a mask or not because of Corona, but they're like, oh, shit, he's got bad breath. <laughs> no, 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 believe me. No, no, that's, that's absolutely true. That's true. But, but, but you, you got to admit, whether, it, whether it's your podcast or this, I, I, you, you never know what I'm going to say and all that. that that's what keeps it entertaining. <laughs> oh, man, that's good stuff. You know, but at you the see, end of the day. It's about building rapport. What the, when I was on your podcast, people listened to it and probably felt like we knew each other for years. And it, it was really only our what our second con- our second conversation. The first was you thought um you didn't realize that I understood Central Standard Time living in Louisiana. <laughs> and, and it's it's easy to connect man it, it's easy to connect with strangers it's easy you know people just want everything easy B- back then you know we had to meet people if you wanted to go out on a date there was no e-harmony there was no StubHub. StubHub's tickets by the way i'm just being you know you knew that it, it's crazy if i wanted if i'm into working out wouldn't it be easier going to a place like working out to meet your significant other? If I'm a churchgoer, whoa, are you telling me there's people that go to church and you can have a mixer there? Instead, we it's it's all about the lack of communication. You know, I, I can build this amazing profile on eHarmony Farmers Only and say I cured cancer, you know, have a picture of myself looking amazing, you know, my 20-year-old self, even though I think I look better now than I did in my 20s. And wow, she's lying. I'm lying. And we go on a date or two. We hate each other. Swipe left or swipe right or whatever. And on to the next. And people are like, well, why aren't relationships working? Because relationships about communicating. It's about finding commonality. <laughs> it's, it's about uh, sometimes it's maybe common sense is what's been lacking. For the, the 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 more we go, the more we have things to help us find knowledge. The you know to to be better communicators, the less we can communicate. It that's why like customer service is about communicating, and then that's why when you see Yelp or you see all these reviews, people are mind blown when they actually connect with someone instead of like the guy at the grocery store who's terrible to, to watch Netflix. 
or 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 Disney Plus or whatever the hell you know he's already I mean, checked out. I, I, I was thinking to myself, if whoever owns that grocery store chain, right? What in the world would they think about their employee doing that to not just to me, but anybody else in there or anybody else that came in before me or after me? And so from a business standpoint, I go back to the basics like you know, I call businesses all the time like you probably used to. You may do that now, but you've got, uh, you know, certain clients you're dealing with. But when you call in, you can never reach the person. I, I called a, um, a business the other day and I said, hey, my name's Jeff Yates. I'd like to speak to uh, the owner of the company. And they said, uh, OK, what, what can I what can I tell them what you do for it? Whatever. What can what is it you're looking for? And I said, well, I'm actually here to help him. Um, I've got an opportunity I'd like to visit him about. And uh, they said, well, let me see if I can connect you. Well, but I'll, I'll leave a message for you. And I said, well, would it be okay if I sent him an email? Pause. And I said, hello? Um, yeah, you could. I said, okay, great. What's his email? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know his email. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, how about the, the, the next person in charge? I'll send them an email and I can communicate back and forth. Um, I don't know their email either. I said, so how does somebody send an email to somebody coming? I don't know. I said, we have a problem, Houston. But the, the thing is, is for all the beautiful posters that companies love, like leadership with the guy, with the team crew rowing and teamwork and leadership and all these you know, the posters that we all love to put up there. That's all bullshit. Those are all cliches. People don't believe in that. There's two types. There's the the leader or the boss. And a lot of people yeah. think they're the leader, but they're just the boss. And that's why their yep. company is struggling. That's why there's no vision. There's no There's no ownership within the company. Everybody's, that's not my job. That's not my position. I can't answer that. I can't do that because the boss gave them a manual, a thick one on what you cannot do. But he never taught them. And it's from top down, middle management, everybody never taught people how to lead, how to run without being told to run. And it, it's, it's, it's crazy because that's scarcity too. A lot of times, well, if I train my staff, if I hire people the right way and train them, they'll leave. But if you do train them, they won't leave. They will upsell. They will go above and beyond. They will excel in customer service. And if they leave, it's not because you're amazing, your company's amazing. People leave because they were stuck. They didn't like being there. They didn't have direction. There was no vision. Yeah, you know, the um, the common denominator, everything we've kind of talked about today has been, for me, has, other than the belief, has been it's a simple trust, right? It's being able to connect with somebody that they have a belief that they can trust you to some level, that what you're offering me makes sense. I see the value. I can move forward with that. Because I can see you believe what you're saying, and I believe what you believe. I can feel comfortable moving forward. And see, that's where people miss a lot of times. When people don't make decisions, a lot of times they say it's not enough information, right? The other side of the coin is, is not 
the belief in what they're saying. And I'll give you a prime example. My wife's in real estate. So we've been looking at different forums to be able to find marketing. Because um, the funny thing about real estate, and of course, I've been in sales my whole life, but real estate's the one segment that nobody wants to tell you what they're doing is they're afraid you're going to get that magic pill and you're going to take business from them. And like in Tulsa, Oklahoma, there's 5,000 insurance or real estate agents, okay? 5,000. They said that with this whole economy thing going on, that because things are shifting, they think 13% of those will be around when it all shakes out, okay? So if that were to be true, then I think you got to be better at what you did today, tomorrow, than you've ever been. So I've been looking at different sources for her. Well, this this particular, I think the the traffic today is as much or more about the internet as it's ever been and acquiring viable leads because people are shopping, right? And about the contact. So we reached out to a company, guy calls in and sets up the appointment. I try to call him back, phone doesn't work. First red flag, right? So then I... Email the guy, hey, I need a number I can call you back on. He gives me a different number. Can't get through it. So the guy calls us back on the appointment time, and he goes through this. It's a real cool matrix of how, you know, they reach out to people, and they they find out where they're at. and They, they run through this system of finding out how warm the lead is and all that. So we get done with it, and he's, he's, he's literally reading a script. Like you and I are having a conversation, right? And we're talking about real-life experience, what you've had, what I've had. Not something I've written down from a book or I'm reading a book. I'm like, okay, hang on a minute. I got to get back to line two. Okay, oh, number three, point number four. We're talking about real life stuff. I can tell this guy's reading from a script. So we get to the end and he's like, so um, is there any reason why this wouldn't work before we go ahead and move forward um, and take payment today? And I said, you've not even told me what this product's going to do or how it's going to do it. And he said, well, I got to make sure that you know, you're okay paying for it. And I said, Look, I said, here's the thing. Let me give you a small tip. Nobody is going to be prepared to pay for anything until they see enough value. The value overrides the price. And you it can't ask, yeah, you can't ask for price if you've never talked about value or even raised the value to a point that's higher than. So he, he got frustrated and we started talking a little bit. And so I could tell I'd lost the guy at that point because he realized I wasn't going to roll over. So I said, you know, what we'll do is, is we'll talk about it. We'll get back with you. Instead of him trying to transition to build rapport at the end, he says, well, what we can do is we'll go ahead and take your credit card information and we'll just put the first payment on it. And then if you decide in the next two days, if you don't want to do it, just send me an email and I'll, I'll unwind it for you. And I said, no, thanks. I appreciate that. So we hung up. He wanted to follow up with me today. I sent the guy an email at five o'clock this morning. I said, man, I appreciate your time. We thought about it. It's just not the right direction for us. His next response to me was, is that we've got the baddest machine going. Why in the world would you not move forward? And I haven't emailed the guy back, but the reality of that is it's because of how he made me feel, right? He didn't connect with me. Trust wasn't there. Value wasn't there. So price was way too high. And there's too many people offering services like his and like ours that are average, that aren't very good. It's the rare ones like I believe you are and I know that I am, that we can provide real service to people and find out what the real need is and provide such great value that they move to a level they always had dreamed of. And that's what I stand by every day. <laughs> 
but that's living in your true purpose. Right. That you, you don't, a lot of times in sales, salespeople, business coaches, anything, when you see people just as a means for yourself, when you see people as a checking account, right there, I, I'm trying to see, you know, if how much you can afford. Well, what a horrible response. I'm trying to qualify you. Well, if, if this product is so amazing, it's the best product, you would have gone out of your way to pay for it. <laughs> you know, it, it's like I'm dying of thirst and I need water. I'm not going to ask how much is the Vosk. You know, I'm not, well, you, you're charging me $12 for this bottle of water and I haven't had water in 14 hours. No, I'm not going to find a way of paying for the water. <laughs> well, like, like I'm like I'm a foodie. I love food, right? I told I think I told you this before, but like I've got you know you've heard of PF Chains, right? Of course, yeah. So it's one of my favorite places to go to, and they've got an item on their menu called Mongolian beef. And I became great friends with the restaurant, uh, the franchisee in, the, in, the, in that particular location. And we used to go, and they're like they used to make it a, a different way. And I'm like, well, what? How did it change? And they go, well, you know, we have different cooks and they have different styles and they come from different locations. And I'm like, man, this one time I came, it was like, it was like crispy on the edges and it was like perfectly cooked in the middle. And then they brought out that extra Mongolian sauce you could dip it in. I go, man, it was like heaven in my mouth. It was unbelievable. And they're like, okay. So we talked through it. So they called it old school style. So the funny thing is I would go back into this location here in Tulsa and I would order it and they would always know, oh, that's Jeff Yates out there, isn't it? And so we would have this ongoing joke. So then I told people about that I worked with. I literally had three people call me from the restaurant that said, hey, do you mind talking to the waiter? Because I can't describe to them what it is you order. And I would tell them and people would rave about it. And it wasn't because of me, because I was so grateful that I could share something with somebody that was better than they'd ever dreamed of. Mm -hmm. And then the other side of that coin was customer service, right? So there was a waiter that worked in there, and then there was a uh, the franchise the, the franchisee I mentioned. I told them how much we loved uh, cream brulee. Well, Fleming's is another chain; it was next door. So we were sitting there looking at the menu. I'm like, you know, we'd love to have cream belay, but I don't see it on the menu. This is the stuff I'm talking about that separates good from great. We had this discussion. We, we said, you know, probably not going to need anything. They said, okay, perfect. About five minutes later, I see somebody roll up to my table with cream brulee. I said, I thought you guys didn't have it. Oh, we, we're good. We, we, we found some. So we ate it. It was dynamite. Mandra comes back over and I said, man, thank you so much. I go, I thought you guys didn't have cream belay. And they go, we didn't, but we knew it was important to you. And we have a, we have a relationship with Fleming's next door. So we sent one of our people over next door's restaurant and got you cream belay. That's about over promising and over delivering. And I, I spoke about that a couple of days ago because everybody's and Oh, we've heard the old adage under promise and over deliver. It's all about going the extra mile, man. That's what separates the PF chains. Yes. They could tell or publicly traded corporation where this, where that the menu is the menu. Well, the franchisee 
didn't see it that way. The franchisee wanted to keep you happy. He went the extra mile because at the end of the day, keeping you happy means you will come back. You're a raving fan. You will tell other people, visit this P.F. Chang's. In fact, heck, this makes, I mean, I've been to P.F. Chang's a million times. You know, it is what it is. But it makes me want to go to the one in Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma, just because, because of that. You know, how hard is it to send a handwritten thank you card? People don't do it these days. How hard is it to follow up just to say hello? You know, yes, you might be selling a high ticket item and this person might not be in the market for a little while, but he would be mind blown that you called to check in on him. Yeah. He might actually know somebody that needs something or he'll go out of his way and send you referrals because he's mind blown because he's not used to somebody. How is your day? How can I help you? Hey, it, you're, you're, you're calling me up to wish me a, a real happy birthday or have an amazing Monday. It's not, hey, what can I sell you? It, it's, it's about that. Did the creme brulee story, is it mind-blowing? No, because so what separates good from great is he went and he did that. And I bet you, at the end of the day, numbers speak that that, that the location, look, we're, we're plugging. If you're ever in the Oklahoma area, P.F. Chang's, Tulsa, you, you go yeah. there. His numbers are higher in the upsell. His numbers are higher in customer service. His numbers are greater when it comes to the guest experience. Makes yeah. me want to order more items. Makes me want to order dessert. Bring friends, prefer people. Exactly. Spend more time. I mean, it becomes it becomes now it's a it's a destination now. Exactly. Because before when you you told me PF Chang's, have I heard? Yeah, it's all over the country, publicly traded. I don't know if it, the stock, whether it's it still is, it, it was at one time, yada, yada, yada. But but you you got me interested in that story because, once again, you only expect that from high-end restaurants. Now, if you go to a high-end, high-end restaurant and they're not giving you exceptional service, clearly leave because you're overpaying for the guest experience. You're not overpaying for you know, to leave hungry. You're paying for customer service. And, but here's, and, here's, here, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, man. Cause like <laughs> everybody, BF Chanks, <laughs> Tulsa. But you know, the opposite side of that is, man, I went to a steakhouse. It was pretty high end and it was like, they didn't understand the connection, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're dealing with people up in this higher echelon. They feel like they've got to be so prim and proper with that when it comes to people, like I call myself average person. I'm just, I'm just, I put my pants on the same way you do. Right. I'm here to help people and move forward, but I I'm, I'm a normal person, right. With a great intention to help. So when I go into a restaurant like that, I, I just want to have a good time. I want to socialize. I want to have fun. I want people to be enjoy it, to enjoy it. But I remember the last time we went, it was like, there was like three waiters and waitresses in this group. I felt like they were hovering over me like I was some dead carcass and they were these black crows over, over the top of me getting ready to move in 
because they're, they had no connection skill. And so that was at a high end restaurant that you would think you would get this amazing experience. Food was good, but here's the funny part. I paid a third for what I pay at, at PF Chang's to go to PF Chang's. I would pay there. And I, I bet the food quality was probably better at the steak place than at PF Chang's. But my whole experience was so much better at PF Chang's than that restaurant that why would I go back? Well, these are my two favorite examples of just the guest experience and creating raving fans. Yeah. Since we were, we're, you know, we're older, but do you remember a time where if you wanted to gamble, it was only Nevada, Las Vegas, or Atlanta City? Well, clearly now, like, I think every state legalized gambling, whether it's reservations or whether, you know, any, any gambling hall, but still Vegas is thriving. Atlantic City is dead, but, you know, clearly they thought it was all about gambling, but whether any casino you go to in Vegas, it's about the guest experience because they know you're going to lose your money, but they want you to come back. <laughs> and it's always about treating people like they're, tr- like they're exceptional. And at the end of the day, you know, people love or hate Disney all of a sudden because of social or political reasons. Disney has been thriving Disneyland, Disney world, because it's the cleanest place and they make your kid feel like, you know, they're a prince, they're a princess. Because, you know, we could go to Six Flags, we could go to the local carnival at, with the carnies, but people from all over the world still travel to get that customer experience. And it's about, yeah, is there better roller coasters elsewhere? Sure. Is there better here, better that? There's better. There's always better restaurants. There's always somebody out there. You you don't have to be the best, but if you provide exceptional customer service, that the guy at PF Chang's knows he can't compete with like some high end like Nobu and all these Benny Hanas. All he knows is if he beats them on customer satisfaction, they're going to come back because there's always somebody better. There's believe it or not, everybody. It's like burgers. Sure, McDonald's will outsell you, but get get the order right. Get perception is key. The reason why, you know, yeah, Popeyes can have the best chicken sandwich or it can taste even way better than Chick-fil-A. But you know what? They'll never beat them because the perception is Chick-fil-A. How how can I serve you? All about customer service. Yeah, totally. It's uh it's a lost art today for sure. So I uh, oh, you're mind blown, you know, because it's so it's such a lost thing. People see you as a checking account. People see you as a credit card swipe. The franchisee, Tulsa, PF Chanks, does does not. He 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 expanded his vision, you know. At, at the end of the day, he's not like do we look like we're Flemings and say <laughs> creme brulee? Why don't, why don't you have the, the mile high chocolate uh, wall that we serve? Clearly, Jeff, have you checked our menu? 
we're not French. This isn't the French Riviera, buddy. Creme Brulee is not at P.F. Chang's, but he didn't see that. And you know what? Corporate doesn't even acknowledge that. Corporate would probably slap his hands and go, franchisee, what are you doing? No. Because, you know, because if I'm going to go to the Anaheim P.F. Chang's or if I'm going to go to the one in Miami or Las Vegas or anywhere, they're not going to give me that service. They're not going to go above and beyond. So that's why they would slap him in the hand and go, you're wrong. And that's why after 20 years, a franchise, you know, they told me to leave because I, I could speak freely. I had a free mind. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about being in in alignment. And that, that's, that, that's why I, I tip my hat off to him because he wasn't, he didn't give you the corporate line. The menu is, it is what it is, Jeff. We want to make sure at the PF Chang's experience that you have the same general Zoe's chicken and the Mongolian beef, the same in Anchorage, Alaska, as you would in New York City in Manhattan, because we want everybody to feel the same way, no matter what. To me, that's mediocre. Don't you want to have exceptional? Don't you want to go above and beyond? You it's, know? it's called outside the box. Outside the box, yes. It's like McDonald's. Thank you for getting my, my order wrong for the hundredth time. At least you're consistent. You know, hey, I do, I, I do have a small tip for you, though. Go you know, ahead. I, I, I love food stuff. So, so a, guy, a buddy of mine used to work at McDonald's years ago, and he ran, and now he ends up being like running three or four different locations. And so I was talking to him, and he's like, Jeff, if you ever want to have a great burger, he goes, they used to have those Angus burgers, right? But he said, what you can do is just take something off of the burger, and they make it fresh. You can say, I'll take fresh meat and they'll and they'll cook it while you're in the line. So you can say, hey, I'd like fresh meat with no ketchup. They'll cook you a brand new burger and the hot and hot fries will and say the fries drop with the burger. And when you get to the, the drive-thru, it will be without question the hottest, juiciest burger with the best fries you've ever had. I love McDonald's, but Jeff, why don't we just upsell and go to a, a better burger burger joint all i'm saying to you is that everybody has an option for better Uh, clearly we're 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 going lowbrow now (laughs) we went from pf chegs to well you know what you know how they had the mcdlt and how how they had the mclean (laughs) it's it's as simple as this you got to make every situation the best you can make it right hey we're, we're we're laughing but you know, a, a McDonald's franchisee will never be hurt because you know, no, pe- not people at all. That, people that go there don't go for the guest experience. They don't. I, I, I I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I have an emotional connection with McDonald's. I, I can be a billionaire, and I'd be like Donald Trump. Donald Trump eats McDonald's every day, and it's it's my grandfather would bribe me. He would be like. Go to mass with me. Go to church with me, and we'll go to McDonald's after. And and that was the, that was the caveat. <laughs> well, I was a little kid, you know. It, it's not like somebody's like, "Hey, go through this timeshare presentation, and we'll get you a Big Mac, Oma." 
you know, but, but, you know, whenever, when, when you have an emotional connection, you know, whenever I'm feeling mopey dopey or sad, you know, I'll, I'll go through McDonald's, not, not because that's the only thing I can afford or because I think it's exception. It's because I do have that emotional connection, but the, but the thing with McDonald's is it's lowbrow. They know it is what it is, but anywhere else to compete with them, you have to have a superior product. Or or something different, because I'll I'll, I'll, I'll laugh when I tell you this, but there is something that I have great passion for, and it's called Dippin' Dots. Dippin' Dots. We're we're going after franchise after franchise. Jeff loves (laughs) loves P.F. Chang's, preferably the one in Tulsa, and Dippin' Dots. We all know what Dippin' Dots is, but go ahead. Let's talk about it. But, but they're manufactured in Paducah, Kentucky. Okay. Everybody has heard of Paducah, Kentucky, just like Topeka, Kansas, because it's just one of those, you, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's it's just like a cliche. Like it's, it's yeah. in the middle of nowhere, like Paducah, Kentucky. And they, they used to just do it at special events, right? Where you'd go and you'd have them. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're like at every mall because you have franchisees that have them. So they're out there. And they're it's not there. that they're any... Right. It's not that they're even special, but the one thing that's cool about it is that you, when you get it fresh, it's frozen. It literally melts in your mouth and it's chewy in comparison to normal ice cream. So they've taken something that is so simple, but they've put it into a form that makes it unique and different and they market it accordingly. And I can give you a prime example. There's a company that's Oklahoma based called Brahms ice cream. They have burgers and fries and sandwiches and ice cream, right? Their stuff's not the cheapest. You, when you get there, it's the feel of the place, it's the environment, and it's the oper- It's all the different unique flavors you get. Same way with a business. I relate all of this stuff to come to bring this thing all the way back around. We all offer something, but it has to be unique and special to us before we can ever offer to someone else that shows them that it's unique and special to them. Correct. And dipping dots. If you need someone in franchise sales, that was an amazing pitch by Jeff Yates. It's not just <laughs> ice cream. It melts in your mouth. We make this for special occasions, for special events. In that dead mall out there, if you're ever feeling sad and you want to feel that special event moment, go to Dipping Knots. I love that. That was great, man. <laughs> and not, not only that, but Jeff Yates has a podcast and he's looking for sponsors. So, yes, we don't have a creme brulee, but we do have the amazing um, Mongolian beef. Order at the Jeff Yates style at Tulsa. In, in the Tulsa, you see, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find you two sponsors. We have Dipping Dots. Dipping Dots. It's for special occasions. It'll make you feel like you've never felt before. You see? And, and I expect I expect a discount whenever I'm in Tulsa because I've yeah. mentioned this P.F. Chang's. I, I'm going to go in there, and if the franchisee's not there, I, I sure shit hope they go next door to Fleming's to, to get me my – because I'm a creme brulee fan, man. Oh, and you know, you know what makes great creme brulee, in my opinion? They bring out the, the actual saucer that it's in. Uh-huh. It's usually that white saucer, right? And the white saucer itself on the outside is warm, right? Mm-hmm. And then the actual cream inside of it is is cool, 
cold. And then they take that sugar on the top and they flame it. And then the very top shell of that is burning hot. I mean, literally so firm and so hard and so hot. But right below that is cold cream. And when you put your foot into it and break through that, man. Jeff, you want to know where the, not, I've got this story for you about creme brulee. Um, guy I grew up with, went to elementary all the way through high school, hang out still. Danny Gonzalez, he knew I was feeling bad and he wanted, he knew I was a, fa- a big fan of creme brulee. He even got me a shirt that says, I love creme brulee. He's like, <laughs> we have to go to Las Vegas to Old Homestead Steakhouse. They have creme brulee. They, they do have creme brulee. Old, old homestead. They have a location in Caesar's Palace and in New York City is the original. And it's hundreds of years old. Not the one in Caesar's Palace because Caesar's Palace is only like 50 years old. That one's a few years old. And it's exceptional, man. We're, we're just mm. plugging away businesses. But, you know, if well, you, yeah, but you could, guess what? They're all selling. Yeah, they're selling the experience. Because think about that. I went all the way from Miami to Las Vegas to the old homestead with Danny so we could try the creme brulee at old homestead. And let me tell you, it was exceptional. So you know what? We haven't plugged you enough, though. What's believe in yourself? Well, do you love that mix? Yeah, yeah, I do. So believe in yourself simply is the lack of confidence and skills that people should have that a lot of people don't. Um, Typically I've seen it where they don't, they've been told by someone else. You know, I, my belief is very simple that when we get your alignment correct with where you're headed, then we can redirect that. We can get you on a path. And that's being able to have stacks of these, of these opportunities or these victories that you're able to accomplish that we build upon. And I call it the bridge from the old you to the new you. And we take you from where you were to where you can be. And now what happens is when you do have that conversation, when you do have that opportunity, whether it's a relationship, whether it's business, now you're speaking from a level of the absolute belief, not just in myself, but what I'm offering to someone else. And so that enables you to be able to connect with people in a way that they've not been connected with before, because it's not a sale at this point. It is about my true conviction. My belief is what I'm sharing with you today. What I'm offering you, I think, will be life-changing. And when you can have that type of delivery, you are compelling people to move in a way that's going to be better for them. And the beautiful part is that because of that, they become massive fans of you and they refer other people to you in whatever industry that is. So it could be dipping dots. It could be... (laughs) Hey, it's the options are unlimited. The possibilities are endless is what you're trying to tell me and in, in any industry. Now, is this a webinar? Is this videos? Is this one-on-one time with the Jeff Yates? What do we get? We Typically, what we do, we set up calls and we decide if you are a, um, a good, good client for us or for you. We do let people decide. We take 15 minutes on that. We define out if it's a problem we think we want to get involved with. And at that point, we do. And we schedule um, an actual meeting. The initial meeting, depending on the location, is either if it's if it's inside a certain proximity, it is in person. If it's outside of a certain area, then we do a Zoom call. And we have an inter- introduction at that point. And then we talk about what it is you want to accomplish. And then from there, we set up a game plan of what that looks like. And then 
I've got a six-week boot camp that we do. We take you and walk you through the different steps of what it takes to get where you want to go. And through that, we will also be recording those, so there'll be additional videos people will be able to have to go back and relook and rewatch. You know what? I'm all the way in South Florida, but just the opportunity of meeting you face to face and hopefully going to that that um, PF Chang's down in Tulsa, it's like a no brainer. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is that you got to be passionate about anything you do, right? The first time I talked to you, Omar, I told Kyle, I said, that's a good dude right there, man. He's solid. He's good. He's good with people. You can tell he tell he cares. And so for me, that's what's about. And you have to surround yourself with people that are thinking and moving the same direction. It's momentum. You can also be my publicist. I love that. <laughs> and and if if I ever open up uh, a match.com profile, I want you to write. And I want you to uh, I'm gonna put that 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 blurb, that plug. He's authentic, he's real. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what I call it like I see it. And so, you know, the, the beautiful part about it is that everybody you do is a little bit different. And you, so you're able to be able to hear everybody's story, find out where they're at, and really help people get to the other side. And so many people, as you've seen, are so close. I mean, you've heard the story before. It's like it's this thin layer, right? And everybody's ran to this point. They've tried all these things. They haven't been able to get there, and they give up, or they quit, or they turn back. Here, I'll, I'll give you an example, man. You have to believe in yourself without a doubt. I, I mean, I've, I've, I've had so many naysayers, and, and, and I, I laugh at, at this one because um, it was a seminar here in Miami. This, this was like literally right when I, I signed on to 2M. We're, we're, we're with the same um, pub, publicity, right? We're with the same company now. And they're like, by the way, by the way, Steve, Steve, two market media, the best. He, he loves us both. Yeah. yeah. And oh, he super coach too. He, he super coach is a client. Yep. Michael Burt uh, in Murfreesboro. Every, everybody needs a coach. That's a good right. nation, right? Yep. <laughs> well, you know, they told me I could have stage time which is more like mind blowing. But if I could sell, I, I could help sell tickets, which I did. I sold tickets, whatnot. Two guys were having the event. The one guy, webinars, whatnot. I'm like, can I do one in, in Vegas? Crickets. They, they agreed to, you know, yeah, you know, you can have stage time, whatnot. I'm like, awesome. So I sold the tickets because I'm a sales guy. Two days. The first day I was supposed to go on, nothing. They had Floyd, Floyd Mayweathers. It was the golden child. Clearly, he's going to teach you how to become wealthy by being a boxer. I mean, I, I love Floyd Mayweather, but, you know, it, 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 it's like if, if Antonio Banderas wanted to teach me how to be good looking, you know. It's a God-given talent, you know, Floyd Mayweather. Hey, you you kind of look a little bit like Antonio. Oh, why, 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 thank you, thank you. You know, you, like I said, you could you be my match profile and be my publicist. <laughs> so, crickets. The second day, crickets to the very end, and they bring me up on stage, not to talk, 
but to have like a a a Q and A with like another guy who's in scarcity because he's about how to save money, and and the guy is sitting there and he's asking me, you know, my thoughts about my junior high principal who told me it'd be a cold day in hell. Mind blowing, you know. Let me talk about something that happened thirty five years ago, and my experience being a franchisee. Now, there's two things. If I didn't believe in my ability, I could have gone home crying. And I'd be like, this is it. This is it. But I thanked them later on. I'm like, yeah, you, you embarrassed me, but you gave me the fuel I need because thank you. I'm going to prove you guys wrong. And, and that's, that's belief. You have to believe. If you don't have any belief in yourself, man, you're sunk. You know, if somebody doesn't believe in you, somebody tells you no, they're lost, man. It, it's, it's like, you know, getting dumped. You know what? God wants you to be with someone better. Go next. Go find it. What are you going to do? Well, you can write a book if it's a bestseller. But, you know, a lot of people stew and want to live in their past because they don't believe in themselves. They, they don't believe that they can find someone better. You know, the, the guy that, that couldn't sell you the item, you know what? He should, instead of trying to follow up, he's going to try to follow up with you on and on and on. Cut your losses, man. You suck. Move on to the next person. But he thinks he doesn't believe in himself. He doesn't believe in his product because he's going to circle around and he's going to keep on asking for the sale. Man, we live in the billions of people. If somebody doesn't believe in you, pitch to someone else, man. Someone else is going to buy from you. As long as you believe in who you are, you believe in your product. I believe in who I am. I know you believe in who you are. That's why we connect. If neither one of us believed in what we were selling, then clearly we're we're sunk 100%. You've probably heard this before. Some will, some won't. So what next? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I lived so many years of my life, fear of rejection, fear of the word no. So what? <laughs> you know what no is? No is a precursor for yes. Well, except for the dating world. You don't want to keep on asking out the same part. Following up, no. like that, that's desperation, man. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I'm sure you didn't ask out your wife forty times. You you were you were telling her about the sales process that it typically no. takes seven or eight follow ups to finally get a yes. <laughs> hey, but hey, but you know, but the funny story is, and you know this one, but Grant, how many times? How many days did he call? Oh, it took a year. Yeah, it, it took a year to to get a to get Elena. But you see, he believed in himself. He believed in his product. And right now, they're, they're building an, an empire. Yep. You know? he, but he had to expand her vision. He had to tell her, yeah, I'm, uh, we're the same height, 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, you know, I'm, I'm not six feet tall, 6'1", but I'm sh- I sure am tall now in my private jet. And, and that's you have to have that conviction. Now, granted, that he, he took the ego out. Because yeah. chasing somebody uh, uh, for a year, clearly it worked great. It is. It, 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 it worked out for him for sure. It worked out for him, but I wouldn't recommend somebody to chase somebody for a year. 
No, I mean, and, and the thing about any type of sales is we've covered all kinds. And, and of I'm stuff. sure he dated other women too until oh, she finally oh, said yes. Okay, for sure. <laughs> okay, because because bottom line was he 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 was very successful at the time. He lived in Lionel Richie's house. I, I I believe his old house, not with Lionel Richie. Lionel sold it to him. So clearly, yes, he was pursuing this. He was pursuing her while you know doing his other things. So yes, if somebody for the follow up, yes, you'll you'll hear no a lot. But you know, at the end of the day, don't keep on chasing people. I uh, don't don't chase. Don't lower your standards. Don't lower your price. The only thing somebody should chase is their dreams. Yeah. You know, what's interesting. And, um, I don't know if I've shared this with you before or not, but you know, I, I, my whole family was in the automobile business forever. Right. Grew up in it. I mean, I grew up with, you know, around cars my whole life. Just like, so yeah. Yeah. So it was, for me, it was like second nature. So, I mean, I've, I've been there and done it in so many capacities that I just, I understand it really well. Um, but when I was 18 years old, uh, and eight, 19 years old, I'd sold cars for about a year and I thought I had it figured out. And I remember this like yesterday. So this would have been, um, May of 93. I go into finance and I was sitting in there and they walk and they go, okay, here's your interest rate book. Here's your computer and here's your phone. And you got somebody waiting outside to talk to you. <laughs> I go, what am I supposed to tell them? And they said, well, your job is to get the financing approved, handle their objections, sell them product above their payment, and make sure they're happy when they leave. And I go, well, how do you do that? And they go, well, figure it out. Bring them in. And that was how I started. But you, remember, you, fell, you fell into the, the deep end of the, uh, the ocean, of the pool. Oh A lot gosh, of times so people I, dabble. They put their toe in. And then they wonder why they oh, so what was crazy was, is that I go through that and it was like, this is where I, I really, I, I try to relate with people because everybody's been here to some level. I mean, I was young, but I remember literally going into that situation and thinking, man, I'm really good at what I do. I'm great talking to people. I'm a good looking dude. I'm sharp. I'll figure this out. And I remember, man, it was like objection after objection, after failure, after failure, and I'm sitting there going, man, this is tough. I, is this really what I want to do with my life? Is this really where I want to go? And I had this older gentleman in my office who was probably in his 80s. And he said, son, you're not old enough. To take my money. And I was, you know, 19 at the time. And I, but I was baby face and I was young and I'm white shirt and tie back in the day. And, and I walked, he walked out of that day, that meeting, uh, that, that, um, buying that vehicle. And I, I thought to myself, you know, is this all that the life has to offer? What is it that I'm going to do? And it was like a turning point at 19 for me where I'm like, okay, you can either get, you can either be terrible and drown out of this deal, or you can find a way. And so I remember, you know, thinking it was so insurmountable. You've heard this scenario before about taking little bites of the elephant. I remember writing down those objections and remembering how they felt and going through them and literally just start asking myself the question, when this, when this objection comes up, how am I going to handle it? Then I started role playing with another guy in the finance department. And what I did was I built this, this little muscle that didn't exist, man, persistence and resistance 
and, and the ability, the belief that it, that I can be better. And so what happened, bless you. And what happened was I was able to grow that to where it became second nature. So it's like being on autopilot where now when you have these objections, it's like, you just, you know, you have this, you have this already set up of how you're handling these objections. Right. And that's where you can become great because you became a master of a skill set of being able to deal with that. And then when you take the whole part over the last 10 years that I've been able to incorporate in 30 plus years of the business of being able to connect with people at such a high level, now the objection happens and it's an opportunity. And because of the relationship and the connection, it's not sales anymore. It's like, okay, so what I'm hearing you're saying is, is that this has to be a better scenario. You need this or you need that. And we'd be good to go. Is that, am I hearing that correctly? Because I'm confirming that what I heard to be true, because maybe I didn't hear you right, but I want you to know that I'm listening. What you're saying is important. And I want to clarify that what I'm going to deliver to you is exactly what you're looking for. But you said it best right there. The master art of negotiation is telling the other person you repeat what the other person said because it lets them know that you are actually listening, that, that you want to listen. The other person wants to be heard. The other person doesn't want you to have your rebuttal, your, your, your bullet points, whatever it is that you want to spew out. If you literally just repeat verbatim what the other person said, they're going to be mind blown because wow. He is actually listening. He or she is actually listening. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it is, it is as simple as that. I mean, where people miss it is where they start trying to throw out why they think that someone's not buying or not buying. See, I, I've, I've got a, I've got a, um, a belief and a quote that I share with people that you need to stop thinking for other people and allow them to make their own decisions. And what does that mean? That means that, that you may have a belief about something or you may have had an experience about something that makes you feel and think a certain way, but that doesn't mean it's right or it's wrong. That's your experience. And when you put that belief on someone else, you're putting something on them they didn't ask for and they don't deserve and they didn't even want. Mind blowing. (laughs) What's funny is you and I are speaking like, you know, this is common sense. Yep. And when I, I, I say mind blowing, I, I don't mean that in a sarcastic way. I just mean most people don't get, never understood the message. One, they were never taught. And also they never went looking out there because all these things, everything that we talk about, it's not rocket science. It's a lot of it is common sense. But a lot of it, too, is, I mean, to the greatest salesman, God rest his soul, Zig Ziglar. Yeah. Writes about it, wrote about it. I, I, I said writes about it because, heck, because he still posts, even though I guess he's posting from beyond the grave. And, and Grant Cardone. You know, and people, yeah. 
or, or odd Mandingo too, but you know, to my, I'm biased. I love Zig and I love Grant. Uh, I, I saw Zig Ziglar speak and what was amazing was the man, that was his purpose. That was his passion. He did it all the way until he, they put him in a box. Yeah. And, but at the end of the day, man, we're, we're all selling and it's, what are you going to do? Are, are you going to sit here and, you know, I love that bullshit that people, oh, I'm not in sales. Uh, sales is selling timeshare and used cars because, because that's the mis misconception. You sold me on how to get this job. You sold me on how to get this date. You, it's, it's every transaction you have to persuade you have to connect you have to sell them you know that they, they somebody had to sell me on on being the, the, the honorary first guest of the jeff yates podcast <laughs> hey and, and let me just say this i will never forget it no, it, it but it, it means a lot to me that our team thinks that highly of me um because that's the second opportunity that I've had. And Ka Kyla said that, that it's because Steve, Steve and, and we see you in that aspect. So every time to me, that was a privilege. That was an honor. And that, that to me is a big F you to the people that put me in the corner, like baby, yeah. that, that didn't think I could speak on, on stage because clearly there's videos out there. There's me being on stage to me. I didn't miss out the guests that were disengaged at the whole conference missed out on yeah. hearing me speak. And that, that's, that's, that's how everybody should look at the opportunity is everything. It's not on you. It's on them. If, if that woman, that guy walks out and says, Hey, you know, I want something different. Hey, you know what? It's their loss, man. Let, let's, let's not, let's not kill ourselves. Let, let's not be in depression for years, you know, be sad for 24 hours and then go, Hey, you know, God wants wants me to have way much more than this. Totally, well, dude, we 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 can we we can do a webinar. The the uh, I, I I think we could write War and Peace. The amount of time that I, I was on your podcast and, and now on this man, where pre pretty soon they're going to have us carrying cancer. They're going to have us male pattern baldness, erectile dysfunction, because we could just go on and on and on that and, and and everybody we're speaking 30 minutes before and from everything from the the titanic to hey captain you should have gone straight to so. <laughs> <laughs> for sure well i really appreciate you having me on your show hey, but, but, awesome. I, I, before before i let you go i want you to plug away what's the best way that the audience can find you uh, well, you can go to believeinyourcell.com. That's our website domain to kind of give you an idea of what we do. There's a link on the bottom of it is to find out more. You can click. It'll set up at a, a, an invite where you can get a 15-minute call with myself. We can kind of discuss of where you're at and what you've got going on and see if it's a fit for you and for us. You're not going to plug your social media? Oh, yes. Well, Jeff Yates Coaching on Facebook as well as Instagram and LinkedIn. So those would be the best places to find me. Jeff is a man of few words, unless he's he's plugging dipping dots, <laughs> <for> <laughs> Jeff Chang's, uh, and Tulsa.
So, but don't yeah. mind him. He's an amazing guy. I love his content. I love him because, you know, at the end of the day, there's people, whenever I've, I've had a podcast, we turn it on, we turn it off, but, you know, follow him and believe in yourself. He, he's the man, is, the myth, and, the legend. Go ahead. And that, Go is, ahead. and that is believe in your S, your cell, S-E-L-L, because it's all about your personal cell. And you see, you've, for those that have been following me for years, I, I've been saying something like that. I didn't steal it from Jeff. It's just that we're like-minded people. And we both agree. If you suck in your life, it's because you cannot sell. <laughs> That's it. And you're selling no matter whether you like it or not. Clearly. Hey, I love you. And we, we, we have to end this because I don't think anybody wants to hear a three to four hour podcast. Hey, thank you so much, Omar. I enjoyed it tremendously. All righty, brother. I love you, man. Thank you. I mean, love you too. Okay. Bye-bye. See you, bub. I never told no one that. Oh my gosh. I am so proud of you. You accomplished something. You know, most people buy books and they don't read the whole book, not even on Audible. They'll maybe read, they'll dabble a chapter or two, but they won't go to the distance. And you know what? Congratulations. The same thing with podcasts. 2.8 million podcasts. You selected this one. We're like-minded people and you reached the end. You know what? Did you sign up for that webinar? You know which one I'm talking about. Omar Medrano, O-M-A-R-M-E-D-R-A-N-O.com backslash webinar backslash it's just ask for it it's a whole new way of approaching sales been there done that enough of the bullpens enough of calling two three hundred calls enough of stressing enough of being all bent and twisted chasing people chasing leads up at night wondering where and when am I going to get the next sale? Because you know what? Tomorrow, just like in life, you start out at zero. This just ask for it. It'll double your referrals, triple your leads, quadruple your sales. And you know what? The best part about this webinar is it's free. Omar, O-M-A-R, Medrano.com, backslash webinar, backslash you know what? If you can't spell my name, just go omarmedrano.com. You'll find me. We found each other. You were meant for so much more. Thank you. Have an outstanding rest of your week. I never told no one that. My whole life I've been holding back. Every time I load my gun up so I can shoot for the stars. I hear a voice like, who do you think you are? Negative thoughts come to mind when I start thinking bold. Like, why you chasing dreams? Aren't you getting kind of old? Whoa. I knew I needed help. I had no self-confidence, didn't believe in myself. I tried not to feel or listen to my intuition to start a business. But before I even started, I feel like it's finished. You got a vision. And let me say, I don't care if they're your blood, got the same DNA. They can't feel how you feel, they can't see what you see. Wanna change your life, you gotta change the way you think. The thoughts in your mind is the boss of your life. Nothing but good vibes, every day I'm thinking like, what if it did work? What if you took action and made it happen and started living inside of your purpose? What if it did work? Right now you can make the choice to never listen to that negative voice no more. The hardest prison to us. Escape is our own mind. I was trapped inside that prison all for a long time. To make it happen, you gotta take action. 
Just imagine what if it did work.